All right, we're back for another great episode. This is going to be great, great, great conversation. For me, I want our business owners, our investors, even uh, corporations outside of our community, I want them to have access to the best possible talent, but of course, offering equitable pay. You can't just have access to us and then not have the equitable pay that goes along with it. Uh, so we had a really great conversation with the CEO of Unchained. You're, you're going to hear that conversation in a moment. I'm really excited about this. Um, for me, the reason why this is so important is I really want black owned businesses to hire from HBCU uh, all over the world, all, all over the United States. I'm a former or I am an alumni of an HBCU. Okay. Graduate at South Carolina State University uh, back in 2008, okay? And back then, I could not find uh, black-owned businesses that were looking to come to our actual uh, school, at least not a lot of them. There were some people who came, but a lot of the corporations and companies that came were white-owned companies, and they would send maybe a black representative uh, to come recruit at our school. And it was always a little bit of a disconnect when you actually tour the campus of uh, those companies. And so today's conversation, we're sitting down with the CEO of Unchained, uh, which Unchained is uh, mission is to help corporations connect with high caliber candidates from diverse backgrounds to enhance diversity and inclusion endeavors. Unchained was born out of the need to help large corporations diversify their workforce and help HBCU students obtain employment. Through this platform, it is also their intent to widen professions that have low minority representation by catering to students who are in degree programs not commonly pushed in higher education sphere. So for me, this is groundbreaking. This is an opportunity for black owned businesses, white owned businesses, Asian owned businesses to have direct access to HBCU students who are about to graduate or need that experience where they can get the best talent that's coming out of our schools without there being any type of middleman standing in the way. So without further ado, we got to hop into this conversation and have a uh, in-depth conversation with the CEO of Unchained to understand the mission, the vision, and how we can be a part of this as business owners and investors. So let's jump into the conversation right now, and I'll see you on the other side. I'm DJ Motri of Black Equity Network, and welcome to the Black Equity Podcast. We are back for another great episode of Black Equity Podcast. And let me tell you, to me, this is a groundbreaking episode because we're going to have an opportunity to talk about something that I've noticed for quite some time, but for whatever reason, I didn't do anything about it. 
I didn't necessarily put anything into action once I saw it. I just probably spent more time complaining about the problem than actually trying to uh, find a solution to it. And our guest today is going to uh, give us a sneak peek into his world and uh, understanding the origins and, and how this all came about. Uh, Brother Bilal, are you there? It's uh, Bilal Isifu. Um, I'm originally from Greensboro, North Carolina. I've, I've lived in Greensboro all my life, and my family is from uh, Togo, West Africa. We migrated here early 2000s, and I've been living here for a while. I currently am a senior at North Carolina Agriculture and Technical State University uh, studying pre-law, and um, I have my own diversity recruiting platform called Unchained Inc. I started this diversity recruiting platform because as an HBCU student myself, I saw the different disparities that lied within the school system with, you know, career fairs, having a lot of companies, but the companies only recruiting certain majors. And then also just HBCU students in general is graduating without opportunities, although there is, you know, an abundance of, you know, different, different industry needs that a lot of co corporations look for. So I myself knew that they're, they're, there wasn't really a, a strong a strong reason for this for this this problem and it could easily be solved but no one was taking the initiative so i wanted to take the initiative to be able to you know create something tech-based that will be sustainable that will allow um hbcu students to be recruited by corporations and and get mentored by different people that they they want to mentor so uh it's an online platform you can sign up, you can create profile, you can connect with mentors and uh, corporations can connect with top diverse talents by, you know, the same thing, uh, logging on, searching through profiles. And then also we have a sub platform called HBCU Tour, which is a collection of like uh, professional workshops and events that we're bringing to HBCU students because of COVID-19. So, so far we have, um, three events. Uh, the first one was with Wells Fargo last week. The next one is with Alliance Bernstein, which is a investment firm. That's this week. And then the, the last one that we have is the Dominion Energy Diversity Conference. And all these um, events that we add on the HBCU tour are like on a rolling basis. So as companies, you know, fill, uh, want to host uh, events like these cater to HBCUs. We help them promote to HBCUs within our network and, you know, build that connection from there. I love it. I love it. Um, so I want to go to something I was saying in the opening that I noticed this problem. I graduated from South Carolina State University in uh, 2008. And my time, my four years there, I kept noticing that there was a major problem in the recruitment side. I actually worked in the career development center um, as an intern or whatever they call it, a student, um, a student worker, and uh, had my, my stipend and everything. And so I would see all the companies that were coming into South Carolina State University at the time and what they were recruiting for and the types of jobs that they were uh, uh, making available. And I kept saying to myself, and I, I'm really glad that I have opportunity to speak with you today, because I kept saying to myself, if we're at an HBCU, okay, this, this is where my mind was at. If we're at a black college or historically black college or university, 
why are the majority of the companies that are coming in to recruit us white owned companies? That was, that was my big thing that I was on. And I just, it, it pondered it and pondered and pondered, but I didn't do anything about it. I just sat there and wondered what the heck is going on. And so then we fast forward to 2020 and I come across uh, your platform Unchained and I'm like, oh shoot, he did it. <laughs> you, you built something that solves the problem that every HBCU student who can you know, really pay attention, they can actually see that this is a, a, a major issue and we're gonna get into uh, some of the major issues that you, you're seeing. What was it? What was it that made you say we have to do something about uh, what's currently happening in our HBCUs? What was it that made you take that step and do something about it? Um, honestly, I would say having my own experiences working at corporations myself, seeing how, how easy it was and adaptable, adaptable it was that like there was no reason for anyone not be able, not to be able to, you know, advance their profession like that. So throughout my internships, I learned a lot of skills that you can't learn in school and you can't learn without the experience. And those skills really shifted my mind because I saw what I was capable of and, you know, how that, how, you know, reaching those goals that I, that I wanted to reach weren't that far from me, especially having those experiences. So that was really kind of like the, once I, got acclimated to the corporate space and saw that it wasn't as hard as people presented it to be. And it was really just, if you're willing to learn something and if you're willing to, you know, cause you, you realize once you go to a job, you don't go into a job. They don't, they don't expect you to know everything because they have onboarding, they have training. They, they expect you to be willing to learn and be able to be, you know, coachable. So if you're able to come in and learn, it doesn't matter what your major is. It doesn't matter, you know, what your classification is an opportunity to learn, expand, have an internship should be, you know, available to all. And that really, that is what really, you know, kicked it in for me. It allowed me to see that, you know, hey, if I had only two years of this and my mind is, my mind is set on doing all these things, then why can't my peers as well? So that's, that's really what sparked it. You mentioned something earlier on this episode. You said uh, you noticed that only certain majors were getting recruited or, being offered jobs or opportunities. What were those majors that you noticed? What are some of those, those uh, main majors that were getting a lot of the opportunities at the time? Uh, engineering, supply chain, IT, and yeah, majority of that. Like it was engineering, supply chain, and IT. Those are the top three. Um, even though we have like a hundred more, we have a whole lot. <laughs> but right. Those were the main ones. We had a lot of companies there, but they were only looking for specific, you know, specific careers, I guess. So I, I, that's, that's where really I saw the issue because we have a lot of students, a lot of majors, and if companies only come recruiting certain majors, that discourages students from even trying to, you know, even want to be a part of the career for even pursuing those opportunities that will, you know, help them advance. Definitely. Okay, so you notice the problem, you start taking action, how long from the time that you noticed the problem uh, did from the time you have this idea of, okay, let's do something about it. How long did it take to actually start putting some type of infrastructure in place to create this uh, ecosystem that you're currently developing and, and putting out there? So 
honestly, for me, ideas always start off as some some spark in my head that just you know that that just has me energized. And I once I thought about the idea of creating a platform, I didn't really think about how I was gonna do it. It was really just like, oh, like this is a great idea. Let me write it down. I'll figure out the rest later. And so that's the kind of how I went. I figured out you know what I wanted to do. Then I figured out the name. Then I figured out, you know, the mission statement. Then I started envisioning what I wanted, what I wanted it to look like. Because you know me, I, I'm a free law student. I have really no tech background, so like I wasn't gonna code the website myself or the platform. But I knew, you know, I'm in a space where I can find some, somebody who knows how to do it. So what really pushed me to like, you know, kind of uh, launch on June 19th, because. Uh, Honestly, yeah, I've been working on this idea for about like what eight months now. We officially launched in June. Um, I tried the process in in the ab analog mode, pretty much where um, there were a couple small businesses, there were fitness centers looking for fitness interns, and I realized that was one of the uh, places that uh, you know fitness interns and stuff like that they go to the career fairs and don't get opportunities. So me knowing the the owner and, you know, using my network, I was able to connect a couple of students who were fitness majors to that program and they ended up loving it. So from that aspect, I saw that, like, I didn't have to wait to do this. You know, I could build out my platform and my brand through social media. So on social media, we created an Instagram page where we would post career tips, different things of that nature and got our following up through HBCU students. So when we finally dropped the website, we already had an audience. So that's kind of how it went around. And then once the website was fully developed, like um, it was really just testing out the website, bugs, different things like that, and then getting user traction every day. So I want to make sure that I repeat exactly what you are creating here, because I don't know if the, the listener is really grasping how revolutionary and how groundbreaking this is. And so I want to just take this, I want to take a slow walk through this, this journey here. So currently, or when I was in school, as an HBCU student, I was kind of at the mercy, at least I thought I was, I was at the mercy of who showed up at the HBCU in order to recruit. And so I was a marketing student or a business student and I, whatever company came to a career fair or came to our career center, I thought, well, that is probably my best opportunity to get a job or career in business or marketing. And so whatever came through that door was what I was quote unquote stuck with. What I am hearing from your platform, and please correct me if I'm wrong, what I am hearing is I can be an HBCU student, be part of your network, and I can have opportunities from all over the, the globe of any business or any organization who is also part of your, your network, who is looking to recruit uh, my particular skill set or what, what the value that I can bring. And it opens up the door for me to have uh, unlimited possibilities outside of, of just waiting for what is going to come to me at that particular HBCU. Am I understanding and am I grasping uh, the mission uh, correctly? That's, that's absolutely correct. Um, 
yeah, the platform is pretty much the way I can break it down in layman's term is like the middleman between um, HBCU students and corporations looking to hire diverse talent. So we're only trying to work with corporations who are looking to hire diverse talent. If they don't want to hire diverse talent, then like we're not, you know, we're not too concerned mm -hmm. because our mission is to work with people who actually want to, you know, who actually care about hiring diverse talent and, you know, making their business better. So it's, it's limitless. I wanted the scope to be limitless because I didn't, seeing that, you know, seeing that disparity with, you know, only certain majors being recruited inspired me to have a platform that allowed, you know, all majors, all industries, all companies, big or small, because opportunity is opportunity at the end of the day. So as you're currently building this and these organizations are reaching out and, uh, you know, offering these opportunities, there's a question that lingers in my mind. How many of these organizations are black owned companies, uh, especially the top black owned companies that are inside your ecosystem? Honestly, um, black owned companies, I would say about two. And as far as other corporations, I wouldn't say they're owned by black owned companies, but the leadership that you know I'm in communication with, uh, uh, they're black, like the people that work in the diversity, uh, uh, the talent acquisition uh, positions, stuff like that. Most of them are, you know, African American and different things like that. But as far as like own companies, I think only two, and those are small companies too. They're like, you know, but uh, like I said, still opportunity. But yeah, I, I definitely do see that um, with a platform like this, it would be, you know, an even bigger statement, you know, to have it filled with black owned corporations hiring black owned talent. So yeah. So let me walk through that too. We got to walk through this together. Help me, help me out here. So the majority of the organizations who are part of your network, and although we do value them and we are appreciative of them, they are uh, African-Americans, they are black, but they are representing a diversity and inclusion uh, side of usually a white owned or non-black owned company. company. Mm -hmm. And what would it, how could it change the game? We're just talking out loud here. If, all the black owned businesses and when i say black owned i'm talking about the top 100 black owned businesses were to say shoot we need to go over to unchained and have the best hbcu talent work for the best uh, work with the best black owned businesses and stop allowing our talent to necessarily go to white owned companies do you think that would be a game changer um, I feel like that would revolutionize, like, you know, the power of everything that's going on right now, especially with, you know, everybody supporting buying Black and, you know, being, you know, wanting to be a part of Black or, you know, supporting everything Black, having top Black uh, corporations recruit and hire top diverse talent would not only create a, a pipeline for, you know, black students into black businesses but it would just you know the whole aspect of diversity and inclusion that's that would strengthen it because now it gives um it will give students more options it's like okay i can choose to go to a company that you know is looking to hire diverse talent and they're trying to you know switch things around or i can choose to go to a company who is a diverse corporation already and they're run by people who i can relate to so i definitely feel like that would be revolutionary as well what I what I what I enjoy about this conversation is there's so many possibilities here. 
because not only could they offer, you know, jobs and opportunity, what I'm also seeing is there's a mentor part of your, your, uh, your platform. Mm. And so even if I didn't necessarily, if I'm a business student, which I was, if I didn't necessarily want a job per se, but I wanted mentoring so I can have my own business and operate what I wanted to do, but I would love to have access to someone who's running a fortune 500 company or fortune thousand company. I could have that person be my mentor. They could see, Oh, this guy has started his own business. He's, he's an entrepreneur. He's an investor. Let's pour into the, him. We may not be able to hire him, but we can still partner and, and collaborate and work together. Your platform offers that opportunity as well. No, nah, definitely. Um, my platform, uh, one of the major pieces, I'm glad you touched on it, uh, is the mentor match aspect because, you know, most, most companies who are in the recruiting space, they focus on just primarily recruiting mm-hmm. and not, not retention. And that retention piece, I feel like a lot of people don't know. Like I said, me, I, I was fortunate enough to have experiences working at different companies and, you know, having different people in my corner to guide me through situations because, even the highest level executive has a mentor. He has somebody he can call when he doesn't know an answer to something. And, and a lot of people don't realize that's what separates, you know, an ex- a successful career experience from an unsuccessful one. You have to have somebody that you can ask questions, that you can go to. And the mentor match piece on Unchained creates that because it allows aspiring professionals to connect with industry professionals and, you know, it's, it's an organic approach. It's not a, you know, automated, you know, uh, it's, it allows them to actually have conversations. So it's not like somebody's getting paid for this or that. It's like if they match, they have a conversation and it builds from there. So pretty much using a social aspect that everybody uses, you know, it's in dating apps, it's in Facebook, Instagram, all that, but using it, you know, to help somebody progress in their career. Because the mission of Unchained is to help, you know, break the chains of HBCU student career advancement. And that's, that's not just, you know, uh, getting hired, that's retention, that's, you know, guidance mentorship everything you're saying something there that i want to go a little bit deeper on you're saying break the chains so Mm -hmm. if if we're going to say that i think it's our responsibility to at least highlight what are these chains that we're talking about so what chains do you currently see out there that you're currently breaking and and pushing away from uh the norm um uh first and foremost i would say breaking the chains of uh, diverse representation because a lot of, you know, one of the biggest problems that we have like right now in the world is uh, African-Americans, black people, or diverse people in general are not represented, are not represented in a lot of corporations. Even if not corporations, we're not represented in a lot of aspects of life and unchained is specifically uh, aimed at helping HBCU students break the chain. So whatever barriers, whatever whatever's holding them back in society from obtaining, you know, opportunities, that's the mission of Unchained to to uh, create a key for that lock to to make anything that is, you know, a a, a, board, a border or barrier pretty much not exist because there's no reason for it to exist in the first place. And now that we are in the age where everybody kind of sees the problem and can't ignore it no more, breaking the chains is like, you know, 
we're we're not we're not waiting no more we're not we're not gonna give you an option to not allow us no more it's just kind of like hey like this this is what we have now and either you with us or i mean we're not we're not looking for you so like that's that's pretty much break the chains now you may not be able to comment on this but i think i'm allowed to when i hear break the chains i also look at it the other way as well and if you're not able to say anything i understand I, when I hear break the chains, I also hear break the chains of the current pipeline that's currently happening at HBCUs. What what I'm noticing with your with your platform Unchained is it takes it takes the HBCU out of the picture as far as having the power to decide who gets opportunities and who doesn't. Something that I had an issue with at HBCUs, and nothing against HBCUs. I I love HBCUs. But what would happen is that uh, certain professors or certain people would have their favorites. And so they would take these 10 people and say, those are the people that you need to go talk to. Those are the people that, that need to be part of the best opportunities. And so the professors and the, the deans and all the people at the HBCUs, they would already have their people, have their uh, their tribe. And so if you don't have that connection, you may not meet that CEO. You may not meet that hiring manager because you didn't get that proper introduction. And so what Unchained does for someone like me is, well, shoot, I know that I'm a perfect match for this company, or I know I'm a perfect match for this mentor. And there's, there should be nothing getting in the way of me having my perfect match other than the fact that uh, they may not see me as a perfect match. If they don't see me as a perfect match, then that's fair. That's more than fair. But once other people start getting into the middle of, uh, of that opportunity, to me, it muddies the water. No, nah, definitely. I, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. Um, it's, like I said, when I thought about the idea, I wanted it to be something something somewhat provocative but also like a, a bigger picture type of thing because you know for for all of the history that we've been taught you know about ourselves and different things like that we were we were in bondage we were shackled there were, there's a lot of restrictions even even now though we don't have you know physical chains there's still a lot of barriers and restrictions so unchained is really pretty much is like the answer to everyone's question of like you know I don't know what's going on or, or how, what direction to go in, but I know I'm ready for some change and unchained is that chain. It's like, it's that, it's that whatever, whatever answer you were looking for, that's what unchained is. It's, it's like a call to action. It's, it's more of like a, um, I would say it's, it's, hmm, I don't know what I'm trying to say right now, but unchained is, it is, it is a figure of speech. It's an expression it's it's more than just it's more than just a company to me. It's a statement, it's an expression because it is a platform that allows students to connect with, you know, uh corporations and higher diverse talent. You know, it's a tech platform. It does a lot of good things, but what the end result of it is 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 an opportunity for us as a whole, as African Americans to to work in positions or be in positions to either help the next person get into that position or have enough money financially to donate to a nonprofit that's doing something that maybe you're not able to do. But because a lot, for a long time, we were, you know, blacklisted from positions like these. So 
we didn't really have that much important say so because everybody knows, you know, economics is 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 the is the biggest is the biggest you know that's that's the that's the way to the top there's no there's no way around it don't matter how much you know it doesn't matter what's going on you still have to be backed by some type of resources financially to be able to you know make a statement because money talks and and we understand that and that's why there's a wealth disparity there's a wealth gap but through unchained i feel like if everyone you know does you know what they have to do apply get connected with opportunities get guided by mentors and when they're in the position that they want to be in never forget the people behind them i feel like it's a great opportunity for something like everlasting honestly so what currently or who currently is part of unchained is it just your school or is it multiple hbcus so officially so we have students from hbcus like we have a lot uh we have auntie winston uh, fam, you we have we have a lot of schools from different states. Like as far as students individually creating their own profile and signing on just through our traction on social media, we have a lot of different schools. As far as like official school partnerships, um, we're still in the process of like uh, sending out those emails, getting that together. Um, because we started our base based off the students. Because you know I'm a student myself, so it was easier for me to just you know share it to my my peers, their peers, and different things like that, and that gained us a lot of traction. But now moving forward, as we build out, we are starting to send out like official letters to different schools to get those official partnerships and get things started. I, I really would love to see all HBCUs be a part of this platform and support it in any way possible. But then also I would like to see them get out of the way as well. And mm. here's what I mean by that. You created a platform that is going to offer the matchmaking. If they can offer any resources or uh, link you with additional corporations or mentors that would be uh, of resource. That's great. But I think that's where it should stop. <laughs> what I noticed in the past was once you get too many hands, you know, in, in the middle of this, you know, they want to have control over who has access to what. And that to me is part of the chain. And so yeah. what, any HBCU president or board member who's currently listening, help unchain, but don't come to, uh, don't come to try to dictate how this is, this process is going to go. And this is why it's so revolutionary because for the longest time, the HBCUs themselves had a lot of the power for the longest time these corporations had a lot of the power of, of the top talent that they would choose. And what I am seeing is the power is now in the HBCU students' hands. Definitely. As, to me, that's the key here. This is almost like a modern day underground railroad in a sense of let's lead you directly to your freedom, what you see as your freedom, and get everybody, all these middle people out of the way so you can get to exactly what your dream is and your mission is without someone else telling you, well, why don't you try this industry or why don't you do that? Because, you know, that's the connection that we have. If that's not your ultimate dream or ultimate vision, why would you stray away from that just to appease someone else? That's, that's, that's facts. Um, I definitely agree. Um, I feel like, like I said, uh, the scope is limitless for, for, what Unchained can uh, allow students to do. 
And to touch back on your point, yes, HBCU students, we are the prize. We have been, we have been the prize. The world is starting to realize it now and putting an emphasis and, you know, trying to cater to us now, you know, which is cool. That's cute. But this is also an opportunity for us to be sharper and realize that, yes, we have the power now. So let's use the power instead of just, you know, you know, being skeptical if they're real or not. No, like, OK, we don't know what their real intentions are, but we do know that we have an opportunity to capitalize and, you know, expand our own opportunities. So this is the best time for it. And if you are a African-American who is representing some of these white-owned companies. I'm not mad at you. You're doing your thing. You're part of diversity and inclusion, and that's part of your mission. You need to be hitting up Unchained. So if you're part of Diverse Representation, which is a great organization, you need to be reaching out to Unchained. If you're part of the Executive Leadership Council, which is a great organization, uh, which has really great uh, organizations inside of it, you need to be contacting Unchained. To me, it makes no logical sense for black executives to be ignoring black HBCU students. To me, for the longest time, that has always, always bothered me that those two are not connected and having a, a streamlined process. And I believe Unchained is that streamlined process. No, I definitely agree. Um, honestly, that would be amazing. That would that would uh, make make the mission even stronger by having, you know, black executives, you know, openly recruit, you know, HBCU students. I honestly feel like that would work seamlessly. I feel like that itself will, you know, that that will start a, another revolution in itself. We're already in one right now, but that's that's like everybody wants people to transition to, you know, supporting black businesses, supporting everything black, but you know, the black businesses that are getting supported, it's time for them to also support the people who are going to, you know, you know, uh, keep whatever businesses that they have going when they're not there. So it's, it's time. It's, it's pretty much like an endless cycle of giving back. Once you get where you need to go, remember that there's somebody else looking to get exactly where you're trying to go and never forget that. And I feel like once we work together and stop competing, I feel like that will be, that would be great. Like, you know, that's basically like vertical integration. Like you don't have to go anywhere else to get what you need to get done because I offer it here or just in general, like it's, it's a perfect situation. I feel like that would be great. So let's walk through this uh, for both sides. So if I'm an HBCU student right now and I want to be part of Unchained, what is a proper protocol in order to be on your platform? Uh, if you're an HBCU student, it's simple. Uh, you go to unchainedinc.com. Uh, you click create profile. You register. You know, get your profile nice. Connect with some people, and then you just start looking for jobs and apply. It's, it's pretty simple. I learned, you know, uh, throughout my research and just you know entrepreneurs' uh, experience that simplicity is key to everything, especially in America. Everybody likes simplicity. I didn't want to make the platform too, you know, too uh, too difficult. It's definitely an advanced platform. We it's pretty much like imagine all the social platforms and professional platforms on one platform because we allow you to be social connect with uh, friends, post different things, but there's a whole mission to it. So it's it's not just for social aspects. You can uh, apply for jobs, uh, advance your skills with the courses and stuff that the mentors provide and things like that. And so that's pretty much it. As a student, all you have to do is simply go on the website, create a profile. Um, we should be dropping the app uh, 
by the end of September. So once the app is downloaded, I mean, once the app is uh, on the app store, same thing, just download, create a profile or log in and you're set. An employer pretty much works the same way, um, depending on um, what you're looking for, because we have different options for employers, but every employer, regardless, you get to create a, a free profile and you can see, you know, you can see basic features but if you want to see like more advanced features we have different packages that have like more advanced analytics you know automatic matching and different things of that nature but if you just want to check the website out you can create an employer profile you can browse through a couple uh student profiles you can see other companies and how the website works but if you want more advanced options as an employer uh there's different options on the site uh with subscription packages and also the contact information if you want to just do uh, a, spec a specialized plan that you're looking for. And so is that the same process as a mentor? Is a mentor treated as an employer or is that a No, nah, a mentor is treated like a student, pretty, I mean, a student or a candidate pretty much. They create a profile. They can post content, courses. They can tweet, do whatever. Not tweet, but they can post, do whatever, and they can match with mentors. So a mentor is just like a, a sub profile that's just, you know, kind of integrated into the site to create that experience. Awesome. What do, what do you think, as we move towards the end of this episode, what do you think is the future for Unchained? What do you envision uh, over the next five or 10 years uh, moving forward? Um, Unchained is going to be uh, the number one uh, recruiting platform in, in the nation, honestly. And it's going to be the go-to for recruiting in general because our whole platform is based off diversity hiring. So it's like, we don't have to create initiatives for diversity hiring. Our platform is diversity hiring. So I feel like that's going to be everlasting. Um, we're specialized on a certain area that is going to be of impact the next five to 10 years. Like diversity inclusion is not going to die. This is like a hot topic. That's going to be a thing for a long time. Um, I see definitely, you know, having a, a, a big office space somewhere, you know, and different different corporations different locations and i really see it advancing and i really see a change in the next five to ten years of people in position i feel like the power structure of even the companies that aren't black owned are going to change just based off you know the success rates of students who come through unchained and things like that so that's what i envision i envision abundance of success prosperity and just uh revolutionary revolutionary uh goals and ideals you know, I, I'm really excited. You, you said that you also have ties to Africa, correct? Definitely. I was uh, born in Togo, West Africa. And so something else that I, I would say that I see, I'll just put this nugget out there. I know what you're about to say. You, too. you know where I'm going, right? <laughs> yes, international. you got to have an international connection Definitely. to where a Black-owned business, well, really any business, but mm -hmm. a, I'm picturing a black owned business and i'm talking about the top ones i'm talking about top 100 top 500 black owned businesses can also go to uh the continent of africa and certain countries and be able to recruit top top talent and that could be on the executive level uh that could be a, a, another student Level, or the other way around, where there's corporations over here or, or in Africa that Trying are recruiting to people here. Top nah, talent. That, and to me, that is, that's where, that's, and so I'm really excited about that uh, taking shape because I think naturally that's what's going to 
to occur. And uh, once this level happens, the people that uh, have been pushing you and, uh, you know, gathered around you to help nurture this community, it's going to, it's, it, it's going to be right there. Like, okay, we have to connect Africa to uh, America and America to Africa. That is going to be one of the, the next evolutions of Unchained. And I hope, you know, I can be part of it, documenting it, also being a mentor, being someone that can uh, facilitate those relationships. I look forward to seeing uh, where that goes. Are there any final thoughts that you have uh, for uh, HBCU students, uh, employers, or mentors who are listening to this episode? So I'm going to start off first with students. Um, first off, um, HBCU students, you have to understand that you were placed at an HBCU for a reason. Um, being at an HBCU does not make you less valuable. It does not make you less than. It actually makes you a prize. And in the in the in the uh, state of the world that we're in right now, you're like you're like a diamond. Cut. Everybody wants you. So understanding that having everybody wanting you means you don't have to uh you don't have to commit to any certain you know ideology or anything that you don't want to do because having options makes you dangerous because you are the prize now now you can choose what you want to do with your life you don't have to listen to what your major says you don't have to listen to what people tell you you follow what you want to do and what your where your experiences take you so never believe that you are not you know capable of, 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 of working in any corporation that you want to or any, any place that you want to work on because they're literally searching for you. So even if you don't know it, they know it. So you better know it. But um, as far as corporations, um, the message to them is that to, to not just make this a trend, not just make this, you know, a statement. If you really truly want to make change, there's no reason that it can't happen because if you're looking for diverse talent, and you can't find it, it's because you're not looking well enough. It's, it's, there's 101 HBCUs in the country. That's, I don't even know how many students that is, but that's, that's a lot of students. And if you're telling me you can't hire, you can't find a top performing sales, marketing engineer that's black or that's, you know, of an HBCU in that huge population, then there's something wrong with your, with your recruiting. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. It's, it's, there's nothing that, that can stop you. And, and so all those companies that are actively doing this, that have reached out to us and stuff like that, I really appreciate y'all initiative. And I'm going to continue to do anything in my power to, to, you know, to help whatever, fill in the gaps that, you know, because there's a lot of things that, you know, if you're not the, if you're not in that category, you may not understand certain things. And so we're not going to expect you to, but we do want you guys to be willing to, you know, work and accept our guidance because we do know what right is. We do know how you should go about this because we are the ones you're trying to reach out to and we know how we operate. So think of me as more of just a helping hand in whatever situation that you're trying to accomplish. Um, I'm not, you know, you know, talking bad on any other corporations or anything that don't want to go in that direction, but to the ones that are, I'm here. I'm willing to work with you all. I'm willing to, you know, help the cause. So uh, keep keep uh, sending initiatives, keep reaching out. I'm always open to it. And then for mentors, you know, just, just be willing to be one. Like everyone wants to give back to some capacity. That's the easiest way to. 
be somebody's mentor. You don't have to give them money. You don't have to give them anything. But being someone's mentor can help them in the long run. So if you've always wanted to give back, if you know you could be doing more, you know, you're sitting at your, you know, your million dollar house, you're feeling bad, like, dang, I could have did this, this. Here's your chance. You can you can mentor someone, help them, put them in position so then they can do the same for the future generation. I'm excited, man. I know that uh, I'm going to definitely be a mentor on your site and also look to have uh, job opportunities as well through our network. Uh, there's going to be a lot of people who hear this episode. And if this don't touch their soul, then then they're just not on the same wavelength uh, and not going in the same direction. Uh, but I am calling for all Black-owned organizations to stop what they are doing, be part of Unchained, and even if you're not offering job opportunities, this is a perfect opportunity to nurture up-and-coming HBCU talent so then they can be put in the right position that we've always been complaining about for years. We've been saying we needed this. We've been saying that, you know, what, what if we could, you know, help HBCU students be able to have all the access they need, access to capital, access to information, access, access, access. Here is your opportunity to provide that access. If you do not take this opportunity, then that's on you. It's already been built. And so I'm so thankful, uh, brother, for you putting this together. Uh, my message to you is keep up the great work. Keep up the great mission. Stay on mission. Um, and if you ever need anything, please reach out to us, man. The doors are always open for you to come back on Black Equity Podcast. I know after this episode, you about to be all over the place. Everybody gonna be reaching out wanting to, to speak with you. And just, just remember, you can always come back home and uh, continue having this conversation uh, here on Black Equity Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Now, I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. Definitely. What a great conversation with the CEO of Unchained. Uh, if you have any uh, additional questions that you want answered, uh, make sure you send your questions over at blackequitynetwork at gmail.com. Also, if you're looking to collaborate or partner or uh, make a profile on Unchained and you need additional assistance, feel free to send us a message. We would love uh, to work with you and figure out how we can do that. Uh, and also, if you sign up to become a premium member, you'll actually be able to receive a uh, personal introduction to this guest or a guest in the past. So once again, thank you so much for listening. This is a, to me, a monumental conversation. And everybody out there is talking about representation. Everybody's talking about how do we get equal pay or equitable pay? Well, here's one way to do it. Uh, having the leverage of knowing that we have the talent we have the skill sets. We have everything that these companies desire and uh, finding a way to connect them. Uh, but then also making sure that, hey, let's monitor this and make sure that they're offering us um, equitable pay in these areas as well. What a great conversation. Looking forward to uh, staying connected with Unchained. And uh, you'll be hearing a lot more from from them on this platform. So thank you for listening and we will talk to you again very, very soon.